0: Hi, and welcome to Making the Time podcast with Shelby Hughes. You are listening to episode 12, Remembering Your Story. In this episode, I will share with you a piece of my story from my childhood. We will talk about how to remember and why we should make the time for remembering our story. So let's begin. A clump of daffodils marks the spot where I spent hours reading after my studies were complete. Daffodils are my favorite flowers, the first flowers to bloom here, surviving one last snowfall every single year. Placing a book under my arm, I hoist myself onto a branch that leans over pooled water in the trickling creek. I look down into the water watching minnows scramble to hide under brown rock and leaves, scared of my presence. And then I focus my eyes to the surface of the water to see the reflection, the detail. Brown hair moving in the breeze, round face, and those dark brown eyes. Those eyes that look to the deep and to the surface, always both, observing it all. I see the approaching clouds in the reflection and look up. Closing my eyes, I breathe in the sweet smell of budding multiflora rose bushes, considered more of an obnoxious field-jumping weed to keep at bay with brush hog in the summer. But it doesn't change the faint, perfume-like smell that entertains every breath, a resemblance of the sweet honeysuckle or magnolias. Opening my eyes, I open my book and begin to read. Characters come to life, and I enter another world as clouds gather and thunder sounds in the distance. But I don't respond until a drop of rain reaches the pages of the story. I close the book, leaving my ring finger just inside to mark the page, jump down from a branch, and race back up the graveled, grass-in-the-middle drive, open the door, and attempt sneaking to my bedroom to finish out the chapter while listening to the rain splatter on our green tin roof and waiting for the smell of stew sitting on the barrel fireplace to rise, making my mouth water, reminding me that there is more to life than reading a good story though it'll still take mom's call for dinner to bring me out of one world and back into the present. The one of a family of five sitting around a table built by my dad, a stew cooked by my mom, the laughter created by my sister, the conversation started by brother, and the observing of a gathered family through the reflection of clear window by none other than myself, who enjoys these moments but can't wait to go back to the other world with book and flashlight under blankets. I went back to my childhood home this week for several reasons. One, to let my daughters feel the largeness of the world. To let them be filled with wonder over tiny details. To slow a little. Two, to hike to some of my favorite places on the property to heal from the whirlwind of life. Three, to gain perspective on what feels like a far-fetched idea. To gather self up and keep moving forward to remember it all, the stars, the fresh earthy smell of air, the quiet stillness of dusk, the rain on the tin roof, the wood smoke settling on clothes, all the memories of building this home alongside brother and sister, mom and dad, to bask in the earth untouched, undeveloped by man, but fully developed by God. I went back to remember some of my childhood, And in doing so, I was reminded of the unique story that I carry, beginning at the young age of four years old. There is a book by Jane Taylor McDonald called Living to Tell the Tale, and one chapter of the book is called Spots of Time. It's learning to remember your story. Now, this book is set up for the person who is writing a memoir, but it certainly can be used for any writer or anyone who just wants to tell their story in written form or spoken word. You see, when it comes to my childhood, I have some strong memories, but I also have many vague memories. And in this book, Living to Tell a Tale, the writer tells us how we can turn a vague memory into a vivid moment. In one part of this chapter, it says, The mind seems to be so constituted that each day, mostly by way of dreams, we must sort through the mountain of details which makes up our daily experience in order to hang on to those few things worth remembering. And to do this, we must forget the rest. The writer then explains that when writing, much was forgotten. How the memories were merged and jumbled together. It was hard to pick out a single striking image. And then at the end of the chapter, it gives exercises. And so what you heard earlier in this podcast was the completion of one of those exercises. In which I attempted to remember a vague memory. There are several other ways that you can bring your story to remembrance. And those ways are covered in that chapter of living to tell the tale, which I will put a link to in the podcast description. But why? Why make the time to remember, and then in turn, to tell your story? I've gathered up a few reasons why you might want to remember your story and to in turn tell your story. First, it may be to bring healing. Your story may be full of pain, and writing the story or telling the story to others can bring you healing. You might remember your story and then tell it to identify with others to both get and give support. You might remember and tell your story to comfort others who are going through a similar experience to give them hope. You may remember and tell your story because it helps others know that they're not alone. These are reasons you might make the time to remember your story and then in turn to tell your story. But before you can tell your story, you first have to remember it, to know the ins and outs. And may I also say that remembering your story doesn't mean you need to tell your story to the world right away, or even at all. You may just need to remember for you. And when you finally feel ready to tell your story to the world, it may look like only telling your closest friends. But I would say make the time to remember to remember your story because you bring a unique story to this world that nobody else can bring. We are in the last month of season one of making the time podcast. And in the next season, I am preparing several guests to be on the show with us. But for the next few weeks, we are talking about making the time to tell your story. So I hope you'll join me next Friday as I bring you another piece of my story, and as we talk about the fragments of our lives. If you would like to find me outside of this podcast, I am over at shelbylhughes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Shelby I will include those in the podcast description. And as always, thank you for making the time to listen.